Don't miss a minute of Cyclones action this season. You can catch every game, home or away, live or on demand, over at HockeyTV.com. What's going on, Cyclones fans? Jake Sentholz back with you for another episode of Inside Cyclones Hockey. Cyclones coming off a uh, fun weekend of hockey against the Peoria Mustangs. Peoria came to town with revenge on their mind after dropping their last two home games against the Cyclones. Uh, So they were looking for revenge, and they did indeed find what they were looking for in the form of a 6-2 victory on Friday Tristan Trudell would score twice in the first period for the Mustangs. Sean Patrick Merck and Ethan Chesney made it a 4-0 lead. Cyclones did battle back a little bit with two goals of their own, each via the power play. Isaac Baker scoring in the second, Adam Wiggins scoring in the third. Uh, But two more late Peoria goals in the third period would put the game uh, to bed and give us a 6-2 victory for the visiting Peoria Mustangs. Joe Ambrophy played a heck of a game between the pipes, shut down multiple prime scoring opportunities for your Cyclones. He made 27 saves on 29 shot attempts. Ryan Burke takes the loss between the pipes for the Cyclones, making 28 saves on 34 shot attempts. So it was uh, pretty much all Peoria from the beginning on Friday. Excuse me. But then on Saturday, Cyclones rounded back into form, outshot the Peoria Mustangs 34-29, to and battled to a 2-1 to loss. That loss coming uh, off the stick of Massimo Polstina in overtime. The lone Cyclone goal belonging to Matthew Witt again on the power play. So three goals on the weekend for the Wausau Cyclones, all of them via the power play. Uh, truck saw would tie the game with about nine, eight and a half minutes left to go in the third. And then the Mustangs come out on top in overtime. And this game was chocked full of penalties, way too many to kind of rehash and go through, but there was two ejections for fighting Baker and Trudell, uh, a lot of roughing minors as well. Um, let's see, as we go through roughing, 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 roughing head contact, uh, roughing, slashing, boarding, roughing. So one of those kind of games. Um, no love lost, certainly, between these two teams. And uh, Peoria able to gather three points on the weekend, trying to solidify that fourth and final playoff spot in the Central Division. Wausau now going to welcome in Mitch Miskovich in the Alexandria Blizzard. That's right, folks. If you've not been, if you haven't joined us for the last couple of broadcasts, if you've not been uh, keeping up with the news on social media, which you can find at Wausau Cyclones on your favorite social media, the Cyclones are now without Hayden Shoemake, which we know from last episode, with three more blockbuster trades being made by Jake Minch and Nathan Oistrick over the last week, including multi-year starter Mitch Miskovich. He's now, and now a member of the Alexandria Blizzard, and I believe will get a start this either Friday or Saturday when the Blizzard come to town to take on Wausau on our home ice. And uh, on top of that, Gage Viersba, Cyclones all-time leading scorer, and uh, Zach Moppin, a very integral part in the power play penalty kill over the years, 
uh, very good player for us over the last two seasons. He is gone as well. Both those players traded to Texas. So I believe all four of them going to have a look uh, at the NA3HL playoffs. Hayden Shoemake, what a debut with the Oregon Tradesman, comes out and puts up a hat trick against the Grizzlies. Tradesman would ultimately lose that game in overtime. Uh, but welcome to the team, Hayden Shoemake. I'm sure that was the feeling in the Oregon Tradesman locker room. The former Cyclones captain joins them and puts a hat trick on the board. I know Viersba had a point as well in his opening weekend, and uh, Misko battled to a 3-2 loss in his first start, making over 30 saves. Uh, and I'm not quite sure if Zach Moppin has gotten on the score sheet yet, but uh, uh, very confident that he will play a big role for that Texas team as they move into the playoffs as well. So uh, just wanted to give them a shout out and thank them for all of the, uh, that they've done for the Wausau, uh, cent excuse me, for the Wausau uh, Cyclones and the River Wolves um, as uh, uh, Misko and Hayden Shoemaker were each members of the River Wolves. Beersba and Moppin, uh, very integral parts of the Cyclones the last couple of seasons. Just want to read through uh, their finishing stats as members of the Cyclones. Gage Beersba in 33 games had 14 goals, 21 assists, 35 points, adding to his all-time total. And uh, let me just let me just pull up the all-time totals here for uh, Gage Beersba. Uh, it looks like 46 goals. 46 assists. Now I got to subtract nine and seven there as uh, a couple of those came at the 18U showcase. So some quick math tells me that is 35 goals for Gage, excuse me, 37 goals. Math is hard for Gage Viersba as a Cyclone, along with 39 assists for Gage Viersba as a Cyclone, four game winning goals, a plus minus of six over his two years here. Eight power play goals and uh, two, let's see, yeah, two shootout goals as well. So Gage Viersba, a massively integral part of the success of the Cyclones. <clears throat> also had a number of penalty minutes on top of that, averaged 1.06 points per game. Zach Moppin this season, eight goals, 18 assists. Two power play goals, six power play assists. By the way, Gage Viersba with eight power play assists this year. Zach Moppin with a shorthanded goal this year as well, giving him all-time totals of, uh, let's see, 18 goals for the Cyclones, 32 assists for the Cyclones, uh, and that would be 49 total points. Two game-winning goals and a power play goal, two shorthanded goals, and a shootout goal. So lots and lots of uh, positive stuff that Zach Moppin added to the team. Um, also represented the Cyclones, I believe, at the uh, top prospects last year, along with Gage Fearsba and a couple other players. And then that brings us to Mitch Miskovich. We'll bring up his career numbers here. This season with the Wausau Cyclones, he went 6-12, and 12, just over 1,000 minutes, allowed 67 goals on 644 shots. That's an 896 save percentage, a 376 goals against. His career numbers 
as a River Wolf and a Cyclone. 42 appearances, 15 and 23 record, a uh, for just over 2,330 minutes. He allowed 139 goals. He had a shutout, and he saw 1,430 pucks. So all told, 3.58 goals against average with a 9.03 save percentage. So Misko uh, puts his name in the record books with over a 90% save percentage. That's always the goal as as a goaltender, uh, pretty much the, the bar you're shooting for, and he did uh, exceed that. Joined the Alexandria Blizzard. Uh, where, again, he made 27 of 30 saves the other night, ended up taking a loss uh, in a very competitive 3-2 hockey game. So just, again, wanted to thank all those guys for what they did. Uh, it was fun to watch and fun to broadcast for all of them. Obviously, uh, a couple electric goal scorers are gone. Misko, a solid presence between the pipes for three years, gone. And the uh, Cyclones pressing a bit of a reset button as they look forward to the future and look to try and rebuild this roster back to championship contending uh, quality next season. So that's pretty much it. I uh, already previewed the Alexandria Blizzard coming in. And Cyclones uh, continue to roll on with this homestand. But the season is quickly coming to a close. So make sure you get out and watch some Cyclones hockey in person with us. Uh, you are not going to want to miss what we got planned in the next number of weeks. Tons of giveaways and fun stuff happening at the rink. We've got all of that uh, with my interview with Zach Surway coming up right after this. Thanks for being here inside Cyclones Hockey. As always, you can find me, <coughs> excuse me, you can find me at Sent Holes on Sport on Twitter. All right, Zach Surway coming up right after this. The Wausau Cyclones are proud to partner with Apex Learning Virtual School. They offer more NCAA-approved courses than any other virtual school out there. They're an accredited school that has been around since 1997, and they understand the need for flexibility in your class schedule if you're going to train and be able to play the way that you need to in order to play hockey at the next level. Take advantage of that. Players have seen their core GPA go up as much as 23%, while their SAT scores on average are 15% higher than the national average. They know what they are doing. If you are not sure about enrolling full-time just yet, you can give Apex Learning Virtual School a try with just one course. Give them a call at 206-489-1079 and get started today. And welcome back to Inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now is Director of Business Operations, Zach Surway. Zach, we are coming off another exciting and uh, very successful weekend at the Marathon County Ice Arena. The Wiener Dog Race was everything we could have hoped for. Complete dominance by Hatley in the end. Uh, but as we predicted in the last couple of weeks, just mayhem out of a good amount of the other dogs. Uh, as soon as they were let go, uh, on that starting line, on the goal line, just crisscrossing, turning around, sniffing each other, uh, a lot going on on the ice with those wiener dogs. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see and uh, see all the fans' reaction. 
to the to the races. We, I think we even had one from what I was told by uh, Kurt Keen. I was looking towards the the stand side, but he said one even went into a one of the penalty boxes um, as well. So it was uh, definitely a sight to see, and uh, a lot of smiling faces from uh, kids and adults alike uh, at the wiener dog races and certainly a, a huge success. And uh, of course it'll be back um, next, uh, next season. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, both these races continuing in coming years. Um, like I alluded to a couple podcasts ago, just the races are just a little bit different. The corgis operate differently than the wiener dogs, and they both have, you know, uh, a ton of uh, positive reactions and just hilariousness about them. Um, but my last thought on the wiener dogs, one very strong competitor out of heat one, and then all three very strong competitors coming out of heat two. I believe Hatley came out of heat two and uh, just took off. Uh, on a line as soon as the as soon as Kurt did the countdown five four three two one boom straight up to the red line it was one of the impressive most impressive races I've seen over the you know three of them that we've done between this season and last season so uh, congratulations again to Hatley it was a lot of fun and I'm sure uh, they'll be returning as champion to defend next year uh, so that was the Wiener Dog race recap um, I saw a few people grabbing some merch at the game as well, all that extra merch that we had. Um, but speaking of merch, uh, the teddy bear toss is coming up. Uh, we've got a t-shirt giveaway on Friday. We have uh, the teddy bear toss coming up on Saturday, I believe. Um, Zach, always one of our favorite events of the year, that teddy bear toss. Yeah, the teddy bear toss, uh, like we've, I've, we've spoken about uh, in previous years, I think the the coolest thing about the uh, that I think uh, that's unique about the teddy bear toss is it really gets people engaged in to the game just strictly because uh, you're anticipating that first goal to uh, to throw those teddies um, onto the ice. So um, as a reminder, uh, fans are encouraged to bring a new or gently used stuffed animal to that game. Uh, if you if you don't happen to not have um, Stuff ammo, we will have some on hand uh, to hand out uh, as people are entering uh, the game as well as uh, we had uh, someone donate a bunch uh, in advance as well. So um, it'll be be a lot of fun and we'll be anticipating that first goal. And um, now I'm thinking about that. We're going to have to to make a selection of who we think is going to score that goal here, Jake. Yeah, each and every year we uh, make our prediction and I think I've gotten it right in like two out of the past three years. Um, I know I got it right last year, but I, I, I'd be lying if I told you I remembered who I guessed last year. But uh, this year, with it being a little bit later um, in, in the season and some trades being made just recently, uh, the roster's a little bit thinner, a little bit of those easy picks. You know, your Gage Beers, but Zach Muffins, not going to be an option anymore. Um, so, Zach... Who are you rolling with? Because I've got someone in mind that loves to shoot the puck, hasn't scored a whole ton, but I think he's got one coming this weekend. But let's hear your prediction first. And another thing, just a kind of a little twist here. Um, Cyclones could potentially score this teddy bear toss goal against former teammate Mitch Miskovich, who will be making his return to the building with the Alexandria Blizzard. Uh, so that's just a little wrinkle to kind of keep in mind there as well. So, Zach. Who's going to light the lamp first on Saturday? 
I am going to go, I think, for the first time in uh, Cyclones history, I'm going to go with a Wisconsin-born kid, and I'm going to select Gabe Randall. Um, he's been playing extremely well here right now. As we speak, he's at the top prospects uh, tournament over in uh, Pittsburgh, PA. So I'm going to go with Gabe Randall. Uh, he's got a, a ton of goals here this season and has certainly been playing well since uh, the uh, the Christmas holiday break ended. So that's going to be my selection uh, to score that Teddy Bear Toss goal on Saturday. So there you go, Gabe Randall, uh, the second leading scorer on the Cyclones with 10 goals, 26 assists. And, of course, he hails from Hortonville, Wisconsin. You know, the easiest, obvious choice would be Ricky Nelson to go along with you. And, honestly, it probably will be Ricky since I'm not going to pick him. But I'm going a little bit further down the board here, and I'm going to go with Adam Wiggins. Like I said, the kid loves to shoot the puck. Any opportunity that he can, I feel like he's going to get one. I don't think he's uh, gotten on the board in in uh, a while. Um, so he's got seven goals and ten assists on the season. Uh, currently the seventh leading scorer on the Cyclones. Well, actually all the way up to fourth now uh, without the uh, Mop and Shoemaker and Viersba anymore. So I'm going to go with Adam Wiggins, and uh, uh, maybe we can ask around and tweet out the results of who else um, around the rink thinks, uh, the, uh, what their prediction is, rather, uh, as to who's going to score that first goal. Um, that's always one of our favorite, you know, anybody that's listened to this podcast for any amount of time knows that I love to bet on sports. This is one of my favorite things that we do each and every year. So I've got Wiggins, Zach has Randall. Let us know at Wausau Cyclones who you think is going to be scoring the first goal of the game on Saturday. And then Zach, of course, we do not want to gloss over the t-shirt giveaway on Friday, uh, along with the clone zone, another opportunity for fans to take advantage of the clone zone. Yeah, we had a really good crowd at the Clone Zone at the game on Friday night. I think it was uh, pushing 60 people down there. So it was a lot of fun to, to see that area uh, packed with fans and enjoying the uh, complimentary bush light and bud light and snacks all throughout the, the course of uh, the game uh, for just $25. So again, you get your game ticket, complimentary bush light and bud light and snacks. Um, from the time the doors open through 10 minutes remaining in the third period for just 25 bucks, I think it's the, the best deal um, here in central Wisconsin at an event. So um, come on, check it out. Uh, bang on the glass. And uh, you can even this time, you can even um, this weekend specifically, you can maybe tease uh, former Cyclones goalie Mish Mishkovitz and uh, give him a little bit of uh, a grief uh, from the clone zone area as well. Yeah, that'll certainly be. I know uh, he'd be all about that, too. I know he's uh, looking forward to making his return already. And, uh, yeah, probably uh, dealing with a little bit of heckling, maybe from former teammates, maybe from the crowd. Uh, obviously, uh, wish him the best of luck. But Cyclone's looking for the win, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, and then, of course, as you're enjoying your complimentary beer and snacks uh, in the Clone Zone, you can be rocking your Cyclone's T-shirt presented by exquisite windows and doors another thing we got uh coming up that i know the new ownership group has been very proud to bring back uh and honor some of those cyclones alumni um you know owner brad fail his dad uh cemented a legacy here in central wisconsin the cyclones were a longtime staple of wausau and uh we've had multiple um cyclones alumni come back and be honored between last year's 
um, Cyclones alumni, and we had one drop a, a ceremonial first puck just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so, Zach, what can fans be expecting if they come out and watch uh, at the Cyclones alumni here this this uh, season? Yeah, so we'll be having um, – we're inviting out all the Cyclones alumni to our home game on Friday, February 17th. Um, any alumni that are listening to this podcast or if you know someone that you could get this information out to, uh, you can find all the details about um, what we're offering for the alumni night at wassacyclones.com backslash alumni. Um, just real quick, we'll be offering uh, each alumni a uh, – two complimentary clone zone tickets. And then also I will be recognizing uh, the alumni that are able to make it uh, during the first intermission of that home game. So excited to, uh, to welcome back our alumni on the 17th. And uh, we had a a big crowd. I think it was over uh, 30 alumni that joined us for last year's alumni game. So hoping to, uh, to get a little bit more with it being uh, year two and, uh, Honoring, uh, of course, the the past uh, Cyclones members here in the area, and uh, always cool to uh, to welcome them back to uh, Marathon Park Ice Arena. You know, it might be a fun idea at some point in the future. Obviously, not going to be able to pull it off this season, but a little uh, um, alumni versus uh, current player pickup game. I think at some point might be pretty fun if we can get uh, enough alumni that are still willing to strap them up. Uh, I think that'd be uh, kind of a fun thing to do. Um, And and I would gladly announce that as well. So maybe put that on the back burner for future years. We could add a little element to the, uh, uh, to the Cyclones alumni night or alumni week. Maybe we can turn it into, Um, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more on next week's podcast as well, but do not forget an incredible weekend of giveaways that weekend on uh, alumni night. It's going to be a mini hockey stick giveaway. Just what an incredible get. Um, especially, you know, for, for kids and everybody in attendance. Um, it's also a specialty game Jersey benefiting Aproxia kids, uh, which we did last year as well. Uh, Colin Mooring still on the team. Of course, his family, uh, um, uh, affected and working with the Aproxia kids, uh, with his little brother. Uh, so lots of good stuff happening on that Friday, uh, February 17th game. And then February 18th is that anticipated Cyclones Selly bobblehead giveaway. So what an incredible weekend, a mini hockey stick, a proxy of kids, <clears throat> an alumni on Friday, and then everybody's favorite uh, bobblehead giveaway on Saturday. Mark those ones on your calendar, February 17th and 18th. You will not want to miss that weekend. Uh, so Zach, anything else to add before we hop off here? That's it. Only last thing I just want to say is it's only six more uh, home games here this season, so running out of opportunities. We look forward to having one at the the rink the next couple of weeks, and uh, believe it or not, it'll be over here pretty quickly. So get a chance to uh, enjoy it before uh, the long off season, and we won't have Cyclones hockey back until, of course, uh, mid October. So take your opportunity to enjoy it here in the next couple of weeks. Well said. I uh, hope to see everybody out at the rink, and uh, Zach. Until then, go Clones. Go Clones. That is Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Serway. All right, Cyclones fans, I want to take a quick second and talk to you about our friends at Mullins Cheese. We're located right in the center of Wisconsin, and nothing screams Wisconsin more than some cheese, specifically Mullins Cheese. We love cheese in all forms, all shapes, all sizes, and Mullins Cheese 
has it all. Did you know that you can tell who has the best cheese curds around by the squeak? Well, it's true. And at Mullins Cheese, they pack their cheese curds so that you can heat to squeak. Mullins Cheese isn't going to argue about who has the best cheese curds. They will just let the squeak speak for itself. Make sure you look for new heat to squeak packaging when you visit Mullins Cheese. That's why they say whether you're heading north or heading home, make Mullins a part of your journey. Mullins Cheese located at exit 175 off I-39 in Knowlton. At Precision Body and Frame, customer satisfaction is based on years of experience. As our customer, you will receive the finest quality repairs available. We are ready and willing to answer all of your questions concerning repair or estimating process. Our professional staff will assist you with your insurance company and claims handling procedures. Visit precisionbodyandframe.com for more details on all the services offered.